0: hallelujah good morning everyone how you guys doing how you guys doing amen amen i just want to extend my warm welcome to all of you in ijf seattle uh, i'm glad that you are here uh, i just want to uh, do a special shout out if this is your first or second time if this is your first or second time into this church, would you just stand so that we can acknowledge you and welcome you? Uh, would you just all stand? Yes, all over this room. Come on, come on, all over this room. All over this room, come on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, all of you. Um, I'm just so glad that you are here and I hope that uh, just Seattle can become part of your faith journey while you are here in Seattle. Uh, I have a couple of announcements, is that we are studying a five-part Bible study series on prayer, Uh, you know, the power of prayer, the purpose of prayer. Uh, So please come, everyone is welcome. It is at 9 a.m. in the morning on Sunday, uh, together with a corporate prayer meeting. Uh, Also, if you don't know, we have a corporate prayer meeting here at 9 a.m. every Sunday. Uh, we want to welcome you to come you know there is healing there is prayer there is breakthrough uh, the power of god move uh, so come and join us uh today before i introduce to you our speaker uh, i want to ask for your three minutes uh, so that i can share my testimony uh, why this man has been uh, has been monumental to me and kelsey uh, in our journey, as well as the church journey over the past 20-something years, 10 years ago, I was, uh, God appointed me to be the senior pastor of this church. Uh, I was serving as an associate pastor and executive pastor of this years for 13 years uh, by then. But amazingly, 7 years prior to that 10 years ago, Pastor Rajan invited the pastors of this church for a very serious conversation. There were four of us in that room, five including Pastor Rajan. And to cut the long story short, in that meeting, he prophesied that one of us in that room will be the only one standing. And he, that person, will become the next senior pastor Of this church I was the youngest among the four I was the least qualified among the four so in my heart I know that person wasn't me but pastor Rajan suddenly pointed at me and he said sit down because you are going to be the only one standing I was shocked I was absolutely numb, because for all this while, that idea doesn't even come close in my zip code, guys, never, never, never. I just want to share this with you, because seven years after that conversation, I was the only one standing in this church. While God sent the other three in different missions in different places. Nothing bad about that, because I want to give you just one example. One of the pastors actually, his dad passed away, so he had to go back suddenly and took over the dad's church and ministry. How many of you know? I was amazed that God knows your tomorrow. God knows your seven years from now. I don't know. I wasn't even planning for it. Not even close to my zip code. But I want you to know that God knows your tomorrow. God even knows your seven years from today. And after that, here I am as a testimony for you that God knows every of our plans. I have Jeff Seattle. Today, I want you to open up your hearts and submit to God. As we listen to the Word of God that's going to be shared with you by Pastor Rajan, this man has been monumental to me. This man has been my guidance, my, my advisor, my spiritual father. So ladies and gentlemen, let's give Pastor Rajan your warmest and loudest welcome.
1: You can you want to play up to you you guys can go if you want <laughs> thank you for that powerful testimony um, it, it goes to show that uh, the plan of God in our lives cannot be shaken no matter what we go through isn't that wonderful come on somebody say amen please I want you to stretch your hands towards Pastor Irwan and let's pray for him thank you Lord Thank you, Jesus. Many more uh, good things to come. And together with his wife, uh, Father, we just commit this dear man of God into your hands, together with Kelsey. Father, we know there are uh, even better days ahead uh, for the church and them. uh, Continue to use him, anoint him. Thank you, dear Father, as we stand together this morning and pray for this man who is after your own heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Isn't God, can I be here? Okay. I feel comfortable here. Okay. Praise God. It is good to see all of you. Come on. I bring greetings all the way from Malaysia. (laughs) Jehovah. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Father, we commit the remaining time into your hands. Speak to us prophetically. And thank you for your word will never fall to the ground. We thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Irvan, Pastor Kismet, and all the leaders, uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to come and share God's word. If I can remember correctly, I've been coming to IFGF Seattle from 2005. You know, the old place where you guys were meeting? The old place? Yeah, that's right. And here too. And this is like a, a family to me. I say this not because I want to come back, no. <laughs> I say this because I feel like a family so that I can affiliated, be affiliated with you in prayer. In prayer. Martin, good to see you, man. <laughs> First time when I came, this is the guy with this, of course, brother, came to pick me up. <laughs> he was fat and rounded at that time. <laughs> Okay, was the first one (laughs) to come pick me up. I remember, huh, two of you. Yeah, praise God. Now, I like to preach a prophetic message. Now, I prophesied over every one of you, and uh, most of you, of course, ladies. I like to preach a prophetic message, and I want you to take it as a personal prophecy for you. Can you do that? Come on. The next two years, I perceive in my spirit, uh, from this year... The next two years, the church is entering into a season of rebuilding. Everybody say rebuilding. The church is entering into a season of rebuilding. So therefore, I entitle my message this morning, the next couple of minutes, Entering into a Season of Rebuilding. Okay? Everybody say rebuilding. We are a post-pandemic church. A lot of things has happened. A lot of churches in Malaysia, in Klang Valley, Kuala Lumpur, more than 200 small churches just closed. And the pastors had to go back to work. You know, churches closed. You know, and uh, so, in this post pandemic church era that we're in, what is God's intention for IFGF Seattle, this is your message involving every one of you, your message. This is not just a corporate message, it is your message. Take this as an individual prophetic utterance. Can somebody say amen, please? I'd like to turn your attention to two important scriptures during this time. Jeremiah 31, and was four. Jeremiah 31, and was four. Jeremiah 31, and was four. Do you have this? Again. Everybody say the word again. If you speak Bahasa Indonesia, skali lagi. again. Once again. Okay, that means it is, it is a one season uh, followed by another season. Right? The season of devastation and a season of rebuilding. Again, I will build you individually. I will build you. Take this message as a personal prophecy. And you shall be rebuilt. What an assurance. Again, I'll build you. And you will be rebuilt. This morning, where do you need to be rebuilt? Where? Do you need to be rebuilt, O virgin of Israel? You shall again be adorned with your tambourine. The shout of God, the shout of God, the delightfulness of God, the excitement of God. Chandra, Chandra, the excitement of God. And shall go forth in dances, enthusiasm, zeal of those who rejoice. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody say amen, please. You know what? In God rebuilding, you know, God God rebuilds, he also renews. He rebuilds and renews. He's not a very monotonous contractor. He rebuilds and renews. So the next scripture I like to read is Isaiah 41, verse 15. Isaiah 41 and verse 15. Behold, I'll make you rebuild. I'll make you into a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. The Lord will renew you. The Lord will refresh you. The Lord will bring forth times of refreshing. Come on, somebody say amen please. How many of you are sitting here, you're tired, you're you're weary, you're burdensome. Your spiritual life has become a drag. I, the Lord, will make you into a a new. Everybody say new, a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You will be. You will be at the cutting edge. Say cutting edge. Come on. Say cutting edge renewed in your first love, renewed in your zeal, renewed in your focus, renewed in your walk with God. Come on. Somebody shout amen, please. Come on. Give Jesus the glory. Come on. Put your hands together. Give Jesus the glory. You shall trust the mountains. Plurality. Mountains. Mountains. Everybody say mountains. Mountains. This is important you remember this word mountain, yeah? And beat them small. Wow. Hallelujah. Beat them small. And make the hills like chaff. Come on, are you here with me? This is prophetic. This is for you. Come on, are you here with me? Now, in line with the season of rebuilding... And the season of renewal, I'd like to share with you five prophetic happenings that will take place in your life, individually. Say individually. Isn't that wonderful? You are an excited woman for God. Serious. Really excited. I mean, all of them are excited, but you're outstandingly excited. Okay? Right. I I don't want to delay the service. Otherwise, I want to prophesy over you. Okay? Now, five prophetic happening. Five prophetic happening that will take place in your life by the grace of God as you would receive these five prophetic utterances. Number one, I like this. Number one, I really like this. This was confirmed by this guy He was leading this, here, what's his name? Nick. Nick, where's Nick? Nick went home. Nick, come and sit in front, Nick. I know your trick, come and sit here. They're trying to talk at the back. Bring some of them together with you, please. Just bring your friends, bring your friends. Do you want anybody to come with you? Okay, come. That's right. Come on, man. Just command them to come, okay? (laughs) Sit here, don't sit too near. One more person. Anybody want to volunteer here? At the back. Okay. Now, um, Kenny. Come here, Kenny. We just uproot Kenny from there. Bring your back, Kenny. You may have some valuable things there. Is that your back only? Okay. I was wondering whether you brought a change of clothes or what. Sit here, sit here, Kenny. Not too close. See, I was going to be talking. No? Okay, number one. Um, Nick, you said this. Number one, take note. Number one, you will connect with God in a new and a fresh way. You will connect with God in a new and a fresh way. Thus says the Lord do not know what is the state of your intimacy with God, but henceforth you will connect with God in a new and a fresh and a dynamic way. Come on, put your hands together and give Jesus a glory. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! I repeat, you will connect with God in a new and a dynamic, fresh way. Acts chapter 3, verse 19 tells us, Times repent and be converted. Times of refreshing comes from the presence of God. And the presence of God is a personal thing. It's a personal thing. You know, remember the scripture that he quoted in, uh, in leading worship. He said, Psalms 27 and verse 4, David expressed his heart's desire to connect with God in a fresh and a new way. One thing, everybody say one thing. One thing have I desired, that which I will seek after, that I may Dwell in the house of the Lord the rest of my life to behold his glory and to inquire in this temple. Come on, put your hands together, give Jesus the glory, and that's gonna happen. That's really gonna happen. If your walk with God is anyhow, if your walk with God is here and there and nowhere, and the Lord is gonna connect you. The Lord is going to connect to you in a fresh and a new way. And you will have a dynamic intimacy with God. Come on, somebody say amen, please. I prophesy this over every one of you. I don't know what's the state of your intimacy with God. I'm not sure. Renee, I'm not sure. I don't know how you connect with God. But there's going to be a dynamic change, a prophetic change, a paradigm shift in a connection with God. And it's going to work by the grace of God. So by the grace of God. And I want you to to receive this. I like what Pastor Irwan said. I I want pastors not only to be good and faithful. I want pastors to love the Lord. Sometimes we can take the love of God for granted because of all the goodness that he has done. Sometimes we can take God's love for granted because of all the bitter things that we have gone through. And the love of God just becomes a statement. It's no longer a lifestyle. Come on, somebody say amen, please. You know, remember Jesus said, we're in the first point. Jesus said, we're in the first point. What's your name, sir? Stephen and Angie. Stephen and Angie, we're still in the first point. You will connect with God in a fresh and a new way. You will connect. That's that's prophetic. You know, while we're still there, and Jesus said this in Matthew the sixth, chapter verse six, Jesus said, This is the way to be connected with Him. You provide the space, God will provide the anointing. Are you here with me? And it says yeah, you know what it says? Jesus said, but when you pray, everybody say, when you pray. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites was five. They like to stand at the corners of the street and like to pray that others may hear. But when Jesus said, real intimacy, real connection in God in a new and a fresh and a dynamic way is, Jesus said, when you pray, go into your room. Go into your room, say go into your room, and shut the door, say shut the door, and this is privacy, everybody say privacy, Privacy. that's right, and number two, pray to your father in the secret place, say secret place, secrecy, and thank you for everything, and number two is secrecy, say secrecy, okay. When you pray, go into your room and shut the door. That is privacy. Sorry, privacy. And pray to your Father who is in a secret place. That's secrecy. And look at this. Look at the next part. Look at the next part. And it says, your Father who sees you. Your Father who sees you. That's intimacy. That's intimacy. Your father, who sees you, will reward you openly. Will reward you openly. That means he will answer all your prayer, Dama, all your prayers, all your worries, on all your anxiety. He will come through for you. Come on, put your hands together and give Jesus the glory. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? In this season of rebuilding, in this season of this renewal, the first thing that God will attend to is your encounter with Him. Glory to God. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? Number two, the second thing that's about to happen, the second thing that's about to happen prophetically for every one of us, every one of us, you, everybody say me, you will become a powerful influence. You will become a powerful influence over your family, over your friends, and your community. Come on, somebody say amen, Lisa." That's about to take place. And, and, and that's why I think the worship leader said, we are a community. Are you here with me? Within and without, we need to connect. Are you here with me? You are set to become a powerful influence over your family, over your friends, and over your community. How do you like that? Come on, how do you like that? Come on, somebody shout amen, please. And Acts chapter one verse eight says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall become my witness, my witness, my influence, my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria and outermost part of the world. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? Come on. The church, see, we are in Seattle not. What, what, what location is this? Not Seattle. And our immediate influence, our immediate influence is not TikTok and Instagram or Facebook. But our immediate influence is our neighborhood. If you can bring every Sunday, if you can just bring 50 people, for now you have touched the community. Come on, somebody say man, please. Are you here with me? We are here not because we managed to buy this building, but we are here because of divine appointment. God brought us here. Are you here with me? Can somebody say, man, please? You are set to become a. Powerful influence over your family that's not saved. Over your family that's backslidden. Over your friends who do not know Jesus. Over your community that's far from the gospel truth. Can somebody say amen, please? Isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? God make, will make you a sharp, thres, threshing sledge. Powerful, effective, and dynamic. Come on, somebody say amen, please. You know, friends, look at me. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, 14, 15, 16, Jesus said this You are the salt of the earth. Everybody say salt. Salt of the earth. And if the salt loses its flavor, what else it can be used for except to be thrown out like a, like pebbles on the road and step on it? You're the salt. Everybody says salt. You're not some ajinomoto <laughs> Yeah, you're not some soya sauce. You're not some tomato sauce. You're not some chili sauce. You're not some what sauce you have, guys. Be honest. Be honest. And uh, what about the hot chili sauce? Uh, Italian one. Italian one. Tabasco. Tabasco. (laughs) You are not. You are not those things. Those things derive their flavor from salt. You are salt. You are a primary source of flavor. You give life to people who need life. You give bread to people who need bread. The life of Jesus and the bread of, of Jesus. Come on, somebody say man please. You're not Ajinomoto. I'm talking in Indonesia. Number two, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You're the light of the world. You're not some touch- some emergency light but you are the light of the world can you imagine all the powers of heaven is invested in you and when, when you walk the powers of hell tremble and the powers of darkness withdraw that's why Jesus said in 1 John 4:4, he that's in you is greater than he that's in the world come on come on somebody shout him out, please the light doesn't ask permission to, 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 to from the darkness to come in. The light just comes in and no choice. The darkness has to leave. Come on, somebody say amen, please. That's who you are. That's why you're more than a conqueror. Romans 8, 37. You are more than a conqueror. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. The light does the battle for you. The light clears the storm for you. The light clears the challenges in your life and establishes you as the head and not the tail, as above and not beneath. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? I take Lord. These things are not just for hearing. These things are for your receiving. They are prophetic. No matter what happens, it will take place if you receive them by faith. Suddenly one day, your friend is going to walk up to you. What's your name? Winston. Oh, Winston. Your friend is going to walk up to you. And I'm just going to tell you, Winston, can you tell me about Jesus? That's the fulfillment of this prophecy. you know? Darkness Will want to leave and darkness will be looking for the light, and you are the light. You are not you are the light. You're not a touch light. You don't own off. Your lights don't on off. What's your name? Mame. Where are you from? Nigeria. Ghana. Okay, Ghana. I got a good friend in Ghana. Agra is Ghana, right? Right? Yeah, capital Agra. Gospel. Do you know Gospel? Gospel, gospel, preacher, gospel Obeng, Obeng You know Obeng, my good friend But he's no longer, right His wife passed away, I know, you know, Obeng My good friend Obeng, Obeng Oh dad, my goodness The church is Calvary Yeah, yeah, right For many years I know him huh? A short, funny guy Excellent guy How is he? Is he still, he's around, his wife is not well. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Kumase. 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 I got it. Right? (laughs) Welcome to the family of God. Black, white, brown. We all are one. Come on. Put your hands together. Give to the God. Whoa! Black, white, brown, chocolate. We are one. Amen. For many years, many years, about 18 years, I know him, yep. Now, right, number two, you've become a powerful witness, powerful witness among your friends and family and community. Come on. We do a lot of community services, and we have become powerful and effective. And when you mention the name of our community services, People know that's the church. That's how the church is going to be. Come on, somebody say man, please. The church is going to be relevant because you have become powerful among your friends and among your family members and among your community, your influence. You are an influencer. Say influencer. Okay. You don't need to be in TikTok. You don't need to be in Instagram. You don't need to be where else, whatever the media you have, social media. But you are an influencer. And Jesus already said this 2,000 years ago. Isn't that wonderful? Young and old. Number three, I like this. Remember I asked you to uh, remember the word mountain, right? Number three, you, I like this. Come on. All those who have got mountains in your life, you will deepen your faith so that you can move mountains. So you will deepen your faith so you can move mountains come on somebody say amen please your faith from being mediocre your faith is going to become so sharp and so dynamic you'll be so deepened in your faith that you will move mountains hallelujah come on somebody say amen please do you have mountains in your life? And God is going to enable you to move that mountains. All this while we have been talking to the mountain and saying mountain, move, move. But you are going to be instrumental in moving the mountain because God's going to give you wisdom in how to come out of the bondage of sin. How to come out from the bondage of the works of the enemy in the flesh. Come on, somebody say amen, please. And Jesus said in Matthew 17 and verse 20, and Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, if you have faith like a mustard seed, and if you say to the mountain, be moved from here to there, it will happen and nothing will be impossible. Now look at me. All this wall, you have been speaking to the mountain. All this wall, somebody has been praying together with you to move the mountain, right or wrong? Yeah. We share our, our burdens. We share our blockages. We share our sin that's besetting us to pastors, to, to, past to leaders, to pray for us. But here comes a time that you're going to move the mountain. Glory to God. You're going to move the mountain. You're going to speak to the mountain. And God's going to give you the wisdom as to how to move this mountain. Come on, somebody say man, please. And your faith is going to be deepened. And number one. Number what? Number four. And I like this. And I like this. Number four. In this topsy-turvy world, after this pandemic, with all kinds of doctrines that, that's coming out of all kinds of people, okay, in this topsy-turvy world, morally not right, spiritually not right, you know, in this topsy-turvy world, I tell you, there's one thing that will remain sane, say sane and sound mind and sober minded you know what the spirit of god yeah. yeah you know what the next thing is you will learn everybody say learn you will learn to be led by the spirit you'll be learned to to you'll be learned uh, to to be led by the spirit of god to uncover say uncover led By the Spirit of God to uncover the deepest desires of your heart. Hallelujah. The deepest desire of your heart. I say this again. You will learn to be led by the Spirit of God. Who will be a teacher? The Holy Spirit. You will learn to be led by the Spirit of God to uncover your heart's deepest desire. Are you here with me? What's your heart's deepest desire? It could be your calling it could be a gifting. It could be your desire uh, uh, to, to serve the Lord. It could be a desire to be an overcomer. It could be a desire of this and that. And God will lead you by His Spirit to uncover those deep desires of your heart. Can somebody say amen, please? Romans the 8th chapter, verse 14. Romans the 8th chapter, verse 14, says this As many as were led by the Spirit of God, This are sons and daughters of God. Come on, somebody say, man, please. Not children of God. John chapter 1, verse 12 tells us as many as who, who gave their heart to Jesus, God gave them the power to become the children of God. No more children of God, sons and daughters. Say, sons and daughters. Come on, everybody, sons and daughters. As many as were led by the Spirit of God. These are sons and and daughters of God. A matured position. A matured position that we can be rebuilt. We can be reestablished. Come on, somebody shout amen please. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, isn't that wonderful? And I want to say this. God will not lead you to a place of failure. God will not lead you to a place of disaster. God will not lead you to a place of wrong direction. God will never lead you to a place of weakness and, and wilderness and dreariness. But God will always lead us to a place where He has God, uh, us to achieve and to be the head and not the tail. Come on, somebody shout, Amen, please. Hallelujah. Water. She knows I need the water. How come? How come you know? Oh, holy shit. Don't play with this woman. She has been taking care of me. (laughs) And tell others what to do. Come on, come on. One of her victims was Kenny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she kept coming twice to pass the kisman I that Stop, stop! <laughs> and and he didn't go. She went. She went there and, and then thought for a while. It's ob- obedience, now better come. Came back here. He did nothing. He wanted to chicken And t- Hey, <laughs> Can he? <laughs> You remember somebody tapping your back? You know who? Uh, Sheila. <laughs> she puts things in. I mean, not that Kenny was out of order, no one does, wrong. No. <laughs> Kenny was a bit weird. <laughs> That's all. <you> know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and there were two people not very comfortable with that. One is you, the other one is uh, Renee. <laughs> Renee is funny, la, Renee. <laughs> So you'll be led by the Spirit of God to uncover the deep desires of your heart. It could be a calling. It could be a prophetic destiny. It could be some of those prayers that has been not answered for so long. And you're battling with it. And it's deep inside of your heart. It, this is like God delights. God grunts the desires of your heart as you delight in Him. Does that make sense? Psalms 37 and verse 4. That was... No, but- Shame, lah. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Favorite. But your her favorite <laughs> delight in the Lord, and he will grant the desires of your heart. I give you one more Psalms 20 and verse 4. No, no, wait, you hear first. He will grant your desires and keep your purposes. Psalms 20 and verse 4. And Psalms 20 verse seven says, "Some trust in chariot, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord." Wow. Wait No, no, but she's not looking at it. You're trying to obey him, huh? Yeah, Read the word, man. huh? Right? It won't be there at home. You can take it back home. Okay. Are you, are you here with me? Come on, are you here with me? Can somebody shout amen, please? Amen. Come on, are you still with me? Yes. Okay, number, number one now. Finally, number five. Number one is what? Number one is what? The Lord will enable you to connect with God in a new and a fresh way. Number two. What is number two? You will become a powerful witness to your friends, your family, and your community. And number three, you'll be, you'll be dipping in your faith that you'll move your mountains. How do you like that? Come on. And number four, you will be, you'll learn to be led by the Spirit of God and, and, and cover the deepest desires of your heart. It could be a calling. It could be a gifting. It could be a prophetic destiny. Come on, somebody say amen, Lisa. God's very own plan for your life. Delay is not denial. Your waiting time is not a wasted time. Come on, somebody say amen, Lisa. You uncover. Say so you uncover. Uncover the deepest desire. Then your struggles are no longer struggling. Why God is not coming through for you? Why God is not coming through for you? Because it is not God's time and season. God doesn't act out of his time and season. God acts within his time and season because he has got plans for your life. You understand this? What's your name? Jenny, he has got plans for your life. And this plan is to give you a hope and a future. And if he acts out of his time, that plan will be forfeited. Huh, Jimmy, and, uh, and um, Stephanie, you know. And if God acts out of his time, you will be the loser. So don't be frustrated. Don't be discouraged. I want to encourage you this morning. Your waiting time is God's working time. Okay? Just be, be of good cheer. So have, the word for you is Psalms 27 and verse 14. Wait for the Lord And be of, of good courage And he will strengthen your heart Wait for the Lord Come on Nobody waits for God and gets defeated Are you here with me? Mean? Nobody waits for God and becomes tired Now waiting, waiting time is not a wasted time Waiting time is not a wasting away time I'm becoming old You know, I things that, that doesn't look bad But who's in charge? God is in charge And who puts him in charge? You put him in charge. You. You put him in charge. Dama, is it true? You put him in charge because you surrender your life to him. Come on, Jenny. Does it make sense? Smile a little bit. That's right. Come on. Somebody say amen, please. Come on. Somebody shout amen, please. And finally, finally, and I like this. I like this. You will overcome. You will overcome challenges and fulfill. You will overcome challenges. And you will fulfill your dreams and your purpose in life. You'll overcome your challenges. And you will fulfill your dreams and visions. Come on, somebody say amen, please. Ephesians 3:20. Ephesians 3:20. Now to him who is able. To do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond. You could ask or think within the power that works inside of you. What is the power? The power to dream. The power to envision. The power to purpose. Hallelujah. Yes. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. Yes. Only people who have dreams and vision will face challenges in life. Those who don't have visions and dreams for their life, they are mediocre. They are lukewarm. There's nothing to be opposed. Therefore, there will be no challenges. Are you here with me? Dream big. Expect great things. Come on, somebody say amen, please. And you will overcome. You will overcome. Come on. Somebody shout amen, please. Joy is still covered down. Oh, oh, in the outside. I better they don't go in your hand. I'm I'm not scared. Yeah? But I'm scared of Joy. (laughs) She's in the car. Is she listening to the message award? Live streaming. Hi, Joy. (laughs) Give me a few minutes. Let me pray for you. Martin and Joy. What's your children's name? Okay. Uh, Yeah, just bring it. Okay, come on. He will... What enable you to overcome your challenges so that you can fulfill your dream and your vision? Can somebody say amen, please? What's your vision? What's your dream? Your, the dream that you have for God and the vision that you have for God is the reality of God in your prophetic direction. Come on, somebody say amen, please. How many children? These are three? Thank you, Lord. Number one. Thank you, Lord. What's your name, sir? Athens. Thank you, Lord. A musician. A musician. A worshipper. A musician. An inspired musician and a worship leader. For this day, the Lord will say this to you, Athens. You're a man with with anointed talent. And you will serve as an enlarger of the kingdom of God. And the word specifically for you is Matthew 16, verse 18 and 19. Lord bless him in Jesus' name. You are Alice, Alice, Ali. Thank you, Lord. Give me the oil, Ali. Ali, you're a woman of favor. You're a woman of favor with a different color, with a different color. Uh, you will make a difference. You will make a difference, like Caleb in 14, uh, Numbers 14:24. Caleb had a different spirit. Caleb uh, worshipped the Lord wholeheartedly and followed the Lord wholeheartedly and kept the dream and the purposes of God. No matter how tired he was, he was tenacious, and he'll be a woman of of favor and woman of tenacity. Psalms thirty verses five through eight. And this is Elijah. Elijah, as the name is, he'll be a man of faith, Amen. standing up strong. As in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verses 13 and 14, right. Elijah, in all his life, he'll be the head and not the tail. He is a leader in the making. Yes. In the days to come, he will command the respect of others because he'll be a man of authority. As in Ephesians, the 6th chapter, and verse 10, right. amen. And for joy, And for joy and Martin. Thank you, Lord. For this day, the Lord will say this to you, both uh, Martin and Joy. I, the Lord, have created a space for you so that you will be extended into the opportunity that I have for you, that your possibilities can be released in a very dynamic way. I, the Lord, have invested in you my might and power and and the talents that give that you have been earmarked to extend the kingdom of God. And I've given you talents. And the key word for you will be Luke, the 14th chapter. Luke, the 14th chapter, verses 10, right up to probably the end of the scripture. You are my disciples, the Lord says. You are my disciples, says the Lord. And because you're my disciple, I've empowered you, I've have enabled you, and I've provided space uh, for you to release your potential. It's it's Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. A new season is dawning on you, a new season, a new adjustment, a new season. And I, the Lord, will give you the grace uh, to enable this new season. As in and as in 2 Corinthians, the eighth chapter, uh, the Ninth chapter, verse 8. Father, I pray for complete healing of joy over the COVID and the children to be completely protected. Lord, as joy takes a new appointment, with the new appointment comes a new anointing, dear Father with a new vision and direction. Bless them as they serve as a pastoral team. Lord, I just commit all of them into your hands. All the pastors, they'll work together, that one vision, one unity, as in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Isn't God good? Come on, isn't God good? Praise the Lord. You will overcome your challenges. Finally, you will overcome, what is that? You will overcome your challenges and fulfill your dreams and purpose in life. Come on, somebody say amen, please. Isn't that wonderful? Now, this is your personal prophecy. If I were to lay hands on you. Let me pick someone. (coughs) Who didn't come. Okay. What's your name? Say. Angela. Okay, Angela. Thank you, Lord. If I were to prophesy over you today, this is how I will do. Thank you, Lord. Angela. Mm -hmm. The Lord has seen your thirst and hunger for Him. You're a woman who constantly says this, there must be more than this. There must be more than this. You have a potent, powerful commitment before your God. You have laid down your life. About seven years ago, you made a commitment and said, I'm laying down my life. John the 12th chapter verse 24. A woman of sacrifice. A woman of commitment. And if I were to say this morning, this is the prophetic word for you. You will begin to connect with God in a fresh and a new way. Your intimacy with God will no longer be a habit. It will become a habitation of God's presence. Psalm 16 and verse 11 you will discover the fullness of joy and the favor of God in the presence of God. 2 Corinthians 3.17, you will see freedom in the presence of God in your life. In your personal struggles, there are so many loneliness that you go through. Sometimes you don't understand being away from people that you love and you can. And number three, the Lord will grant you such such an anointing to break the works of the enemy. You're an intercessor Often you would stand and pray for others and hours that you will carry people's burden and people's dream and vision. And you're praying, intercessor. You have an intercessor's anointing. As you begin to bend your knees to pray, your intercession is not going to be just a, a praying, but your intercession is a prophetic utterance. Like Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, verses 1 through 10. In the days to come, I'll connect you. With the right group of people. And I will connect you. I will raise you up to be a person who will be involved in, in prayer intercession. Lord, I just release your anointing over Angela. Bless her in Jesus' name. God bless you, Angela. That's a prophecy. And that's what I would give to every one of you. Take this five uh, prophetic. I would have, probably I will not have the time to lay hands on everybody. Can you take this as a personal prophecy? Now having said this, I want to close right now Actually, service over right What time you finish? Okay, one more minute 11.25 (laughs) Now, how do you How do you see This prophetic utterance Come to pass How, How can this happen? Apart from faith Simple. Embrace a spirit feel, and a spirit-led life. That's the key. Do you know that's the key? Now, if you look at, you go back and check this out. If you look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, it talks about the Holy Spirit of promise. Not the promise of the Holy Spirit. The promise of the Holy Spirit, Jesus gave. But the Holy Spirit of promise. Look at that scripture. And, and let me just read. That's, the, that's embracing a spirit-filled and spirit-led life. So that you can have an access to the promise, the, the Holy Spirit of promise. Okay? That we... Let me read, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. That we who first trusted in Christ should be the praise of His glory. Say praise of His glory. You know what praise of glory, those who are trusting in God? Highly favored. That word is highly favored. Charito. The Greek word is charito. The praise of His glory. That we who we first trusted Christ should be the praise of His glory. Highly favored. What's your name? Kathy, huh? Esther, huh? Don't look like that, huh? Highly favored. You are the praise of His glory, which means the praise of God is upon you. Michael, Stephen, huh? And Angie, okay? The praise of His glory upon you means. You're highly favored. Charito, charito, highly favored. Come on, somebody say man, please. And now, how do we continue? In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, was sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Holy Spirit of promise. Everybody say, Holy Spirit of promise. It's not the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's already settled, right? Already settled. Jesus, what is the Holy Spirit of promise? Number one, to be Spirit-filled. Number two, to be Spirit-led. Number three, to hear the Spirit of God's voice. Number four, to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's the Holy Spirit of promise. Does it make sense? Can somebody say amen, please? You know, I tell you, the world is going to become worse and worse, but the church is going to grow and grow and multiply. Are you here with me? Because for a time such as this, God has enabled the church to embrace a spirit-filled, spirit-led, spirit-empowered, spirit-heard life. Come on. The last-day church will hear what the Spirit of God has to say. Come on, on, somebody say amen, please. And this is what Jesus said. In Hebrew, chapter 3, verse 7, and 8, it says, Do not harden your heart, for the Holy Spirit will speak for today. For today. See, everybody say today. today. If you speak Mandarin, Pusu ming tian, chintian. Pusu kotian. Pusu kotian. Chintian. Chintian means today. chin tian, Today. For today, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Do not harden your heart. Come on. Are you here with me? My closing statement. Embrace a spirit-filled life. A spirit-led life. A spirit-empowered life. And a spirit-heard speaking life. The Holy Spirit will speak to us. Isn't that wonderful? I don't have time. But those of you there are two calls that i want to make today as i close right now those of you who are not filled with the holy spirit come on which means you don't speak in tongues the initial evidence of the baptism of the holy spirit is speaking in tongues right or wrong Amen. huh right they were in one accord, except chapter two was one two three they were in one accord in one place and then, number two, suddenly there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind. Not wind, <laughs> sound, the sound of God. The sound of God visiting the earth. The sound of God, the sound of God. The sound of God, the sound of God. say the sound of God. Sound of God. Revival. 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 And then there were tongues of fire appeared, number three. on each one of them, tongues of fire, amen. amen. Fire. Say fire. 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 Holy Ghost fire. And then they spoke in tongues. Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. We want to do that. We're going to pray for all those who are not baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now I want to ask you this question. Number two. I want to pray uh, for those. Yesterday, I left halfway. Yeah. You know, halfway I left because I became so tired. I said, Go home first. I said, Leave. I want to pray. And later, I pray for those who want to be prayed for. Now, okay, how many of you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit and you want to speak in tongues? Can you show me a hand, please? Come on, don't be shy. Wave your hand. Wave your hand to me. Come on, wave your hand. Come on, wave. This side, anybody? Come on, come on, come on. Baptism, filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, I've got one. Anybody else? Why shy? Here, here. Okay, two. What else? Come on, come on. Some more, some more, some more. Wave your hand to me. Okay, that's right. Those who want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, that's your first call. We're going to sing a short chorus, and I want you to come out and let me sp- pray for you. And those who are already baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you cannot flow, you cannot pray in tongues, you don't know what you cannot speak in tongues. I want to pray for you. Come on, Irma. Can you lead us? Irma, is your hair real? <laughs> okay, right. I wanted to know. Okay. Start-